The Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and also the life. No one gets to the Father apart from me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him. You've seen him. Philip said, Master, show us the Father and we will be content. You've been with me all this time, Philip, and still you don't understand? To see me is to see the Father. So how can you ask, where is the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you aren't mere words. I don't just make them up on my own. The Father who resides in me crafts each word into a divine act. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Good morning. We are going to do something a little bit different today during our time together. In that, if you notice during the sermon, I mean not the sermon, during the gospel reading, Jesus is kind of talking, well, he's talking about himself, right? He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one shall come to the Father except through him. He also says that he, if you've seen him, you've seen the Father, and that he and the Father are one, right? And Jesus is making these big theological statements. He's not just telling us how to live our best life or how to follow him the best. He's making theological statements about himself. And so I want to kind of take a little aside here and talk about theology a little bit. Normally we talk about kind of behavior type stuff. We don't get into a lot of deep theology. And I don't want to get real deep, but we're going to get a little deep. Okay, so this, when, whenever I talk about God, this, these seven things that I'm about to tell you are the seven things that I think of when I'm talking about God. Okay, this is, um, well, I guess you could say it's a definition. This is my definition of what or who God is. Okay, so. You may want to grab a pencil and make some notes, or actually I may post this um, down below after the sermon so I don't spoil things, but I will, but you know, you may want to take notes. Anyway, let's get started. Number one in my description of God. God is. Okay, doesn't sound real exciting, does it? God is. Okay, it's the simplest choice that we have on this list, but it's also the biggest choice that we have. Because if we say that God isn't, then we have a whole um, worldview that's shaped by that one statement, that God isn't. Okay, if we say that God is, then we have a whole other worldview that's shaped by that statement. So the first thing that we have to decide is what do we believe? God is or God isn't. Okay? I believe that God is. He does exist. Okay? So then we come to question 2. God is what? <laughs> okay? God The second thing that I 
believe about God is that God is active. Okay? God is doing something. There are those who believe that God, um, it just kind of is, right? That he's just kind of out there. Maybe at one point he created things, um, but now he's just kind of sitting back and watching to see what happens, okay? And I, I don't believe that. I think that God is active. He's active in our lives. He's active in the world. Um, we may not understand why some things happen the way they do, but... I do believe that God is active and doing. He's not a he's not just being, okay? He's doing. So, that's number 2. God is God is and God is active. Number 3. God is aware. Okay? He is not just Well, he's not like me right now where his brain just kind of freezes up and he doesn't know what's going on, right? God's aware. Um, I'm walking through this path right now. It's an unfamiliar path to me. And so I'm trying to keep my eye on the path ahead. But And so I'm aware of what's going on ahead of me. But there are all kinds of things going on around me. There's a creek over to my right. There's um, a lot of brush over to my left. There's mosquitoes flying all around me because it rained like crazy this week. Um, I'm sure there's small animals running around that may be aware of me, but I'm not aware of them. Um, and I keep seeing signs to watch out for snakes, which is exciting. And so God is aware um, of everything. You know, he's not just aware of what he's looking at. He is aware of everything. So, God is, is, God is active, and God is aware. Number four, God is free. And I don't mean that in the sense that um, you don't have to pay for him, right? I mean that in the sense that God is not subject to any other thing. Nothing. Not subject to any other gods, not subject to the world, not subject to his parents. Nothing. God is free on a way on a level that we will probably never be able to understand because he is completely free number five god is good and just god is true faithful and always consistent in that right that god is good and i know the question you have here it may be the same thing when we talked about awareness that you may be wondering if God is good, why do bad things happen? And just hold on to that because I do want to get to that. But let's just say for now, God is good, right? Okay. This is a big word. Number six, God is superlative. Okay. Super what? Superlative. That means that all of these things that we talk about are true in the ultimate sense, okay? That God is not only aware, like I said, he's not only aware of like what he's looking at or listening to, he's fully aware. He knows everything that's happening all at once, everywhere, okay? We call that omniscient, right? God knows 
He's aware of everything, which is our, our, our minds can't comprehend, right? Because we're limited by the senses that we have. Um, God is not only active, he's fully active, okay? God is not only the highest form of these things that we're talking about, God is the source of these things. So when we say God is active, he is always involved in everything going on all the time. And again, it's hard to wrap our brains around that. It just is, right? I read a theologian one time who said that um, he had a theory that if God stopped thinking about us, we would cease to exist, um, which is kind of scary, <laughs> kind of scary thought. And I don't know if I buy that, but um, I don't know that I don't buy it either. So, yeah, remember me, God. <laughs> so, so God is, God is active, he's aware, he's free, and he's good, and he is ultimately all these things. He is the ultimate of all of these things that we are talking about. And then we have a word that I'm going to mispronounce, I'm sure. But it's acidity, acidity, I don't know. But I do know how to explain it easily. God is self-sufficient, okay? He's self-sustaining. God is necessary for everything else. But God, God doesn't need anything to exist, okay? He's self-sufficient. He doesn't need to eat. Jesus did, right? But God doesn't. God doesn't need um, anything. But he does want. Hmm, maybe. So, because he does love, right? God created us, and he says that he loves us. So, he doesn't need us, but I would say he wants us because he loves us, right? So, we, hold on one sec, be right back. Okay, so back to the big question. If God is good, why, why do bad things happen, you know? Why is, why is some stuff messed up, right? Uh, and I'm going to give you the nickel answer. I'm going to well, it's a big answer, but I'm going to try to simplify it as much as I can. Okay. Mm -hmm. So one of the things, and I didn't put it on the list, but, um, you can infer from all of these things on the list is that God is perfect, right? There's nothing else like God. God is the highest of whatever, everything, because he created everything. So nothing exists that is more perfect than God, okay? So can we start there, right? So let's say God's here at the top of your screen. That's perfect, right? And he creates everything, right? The Bible says he created the world, created all the people, created all the animals. And what did he say every time he created something? Or what does the Bible say about each thing as he creates it? It says it was good, right? God created the earth and it was good. God created the water and it was good. God created light and it was good. Um, until we get to one thing and then 
that's man or people, right? God creates people and it's what? Very good. Okay. So, and side note, just a bonus question. Do you know what the first thing that God said was not good? Anybody? Bueller? When, when man was alone, he said that was not good. And so he created Eve as a partner. So there you go. Some Bible trivia for you. The first thing that God said was not good was that man was alone. Anyway, so if we think about the scale, right? God is perfect up here at the top of your screen. That's the level of what God is. Um, so then where does good kind of come in? Maybe around here, you know, maybe around here. Um, I don't know. It's good, right? Man was very good, okay? So it's a little bit higher than that, I guess we could say. But it's not perfect, right? The world is not perfect. There's a gap between God being perfect and everything else being good, okay? And that gap is where things go wrong, okay? We could call it sin. We could call it, um, you know, you could say hurricanes happen because the world is not perfect, okay? Tornadoes happen because the weather is not perfect. Bad things, things that we consider bad, bad things happen because the world is not perfect. Only one thing is perfect, and that's God. So if, if the world was perfect, if we were perfect, we wouldn't be us. We would be God, right? And there's only one God. So it's, <laughs> it's, a, little, it's a little tough to kind of wrap your head around maybe, but it's the easiest way I can put it. The, the reason that bad things happen is because it's not perfect. And God created everything. Even though God is perfect, he could not create something else perfect. Can God not create a stone so heavy that he couldn't lift it? You know, we can, we can ask ourselves endless questions and get ourselves all tied up. But that's not the point. So, I hope I didn't confuse you any more than you already were. And I hope I made this um, as, or stated what I think I was trying to say as simply as possible. But if you can only remember a few of these things, you know, just remember the first couple. God is. God is active and God is good. Okay? And he's the ultimate in all of those things. And he loves us. And that, my friends, is the good news. <laughs>